the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Always good to be with you on Hometown Radio, where daily we serve up live local Hometown Radio. And I'm about to illustrate that point. This is going to be a reminder of the difference that one person can make. Uh, We're joined in studio first by Emily Zabin from Camp Natoma, and she's brought with her Dan Chase. Good afternoon to you both. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for having us today. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well. It's been a few years. It has been, but you're busy. I'm busy, but here we are. So let's start by reminding people about Camp Natoma. What is it? Absolutely. Friends of Camp Natoma is the nonprofit entity that operates Camp Natoma, a 360-acre oak woodland summer adventure for kids on the Central Coast. We've been offering week-long overnight camps since 1941. Get you outside, off your screens, frolic in the creek, jump in the pool, sing some songs, and get to know some new friends. What's the website? campnatoma.org n-a-t-o-m-a so you must be right near the 7x ranch we are in the Adelaida area west side all right so talk about the ranch the 7x ranch is an 80 acre ranch that was left in a trust for the youth of san luis obispo county and um a couple of years ago Things were not happening in the way it was going to be at that ranch. And this fine, wonderful person, Dan Chase, got involved to make that happen. All right. So, Dan, what what should we know about you on background? Who are you, other than a lifelong resident of Paso? Yeah, I grew up in Paso Robles. Uh, of course, seen quite a few changes. Um, I really loved – I grew up on the west side and was uh, – well, um, so I've been – in uh, farming, construction, uh, spent a lot of time on that west side of Paso and really liked the area, loved that area. And, um, yeah. What was your connection to Camp Natoma? Ever go there? Ever been involved with this before? Uh, My mom went back in around 1947 or something like that. Um, So there is a connection. A little bit of a connection. I've heard of it my whole life, but not really any you know specific knowledge. So that. then, what led you to get involved to help a nonprofit that you didn't have that much of a history with? That's interesting to me. So actually, let's back up a little bit. Um, I let's see. The story starts with conserving land, uh, and then that starts with a man named Dee Fitzhugh, who is a rancher. Um, who owned the Seven X Ranch, uh, eighty acres on the um, out on the T- Los Tablas, one of the Los Tablas Creek uh, tributaries? Uh, it's right on the east side of um, of Cypress Mountain itself, so it's just a gem, a treasure of a uh, oak woodland right on the creek. Really, a beautiful place. Uh, this man named D. Fitzhugh was a rancher out there, uh, and he owned uh, he owned the ranch. And he and his wife, Minabel, uh, had no children of their own, but 
uh, I met him a few times before he died in the 80s. He's a warm and generous, wonderful man. And as he, end of his life approached, he uh, seemed like he wanted to do something for the, for the kids in the community. And so he donated his land, his 80 acres, and a bunch of money at the time uh, to the youth of the Pastor Rebels area in perpetuity. Uh, it's just a marvelous act that he did. And I feel like I'm carrying that, um, the work that I did, I'm carrying that forward uh, as far as we can. All right, but it sounds like this gentleman died, was going to leave land to young people. So I'm missing something here, Emily. Yeah, well, this this gentleman who was well known to the ranchers in the Adelaide area um, left it in a trust, and they they transformed it into what would be used by the youth of um, San Luis Obispo County, and it was transformed and it was used for a short number of years um, two in decades, the two three decades nineteen eighties nineteen nineties, and then it fell to the wayside. It it just sat there. It wasn't being used. No one's heard of it. It's it's, the, the, it's the, off the beaten track. The land wasn't being used? That's correct. Okay. The land wasn't being used. And um, fast forward up until about two and a half years ago, and Dan caught wind that this property wasn't going to be for the kids anymore. It was maybe going to get sold off. Something uh-huh. was going to happen. Uh-huh. And he this was just, is he's okay. just a rancher. He's, yeah. he's working nearby, and it hit him. It hit his heart that something's not right here. Is that the case, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, neighbors. I worked on the ranch next door to the Seven X uh, for since the mm, thirty years or so, and uh, was just struck by the the beauty of the place. And I happened to hear through the grapevine that the property uh, that the the trustee at the time uh, was looking around for ways to keep these um, you know legacy alive, but there wasn't very much use of the campground. And so he uh, decided to try and sell the property. And um, I I thought, I heard about it. I thought maybe there's another use, another path forward that would maintain Dee's legacy and his wishes. And um, so I made a few phone calls. Um, You just took it upon yourself. I like this. Yeah. I I talked to Norma Moy in Pastor Robles. Um, She had a few suggestions. Uh, basically, I was trying to find advice and trying to find somebody who would take on the task, the job of keeping the ranch available to the kids. Had you ever done anything like this before, Dan? N- no. I mean, I've made phone calls, but, yeah, but um, no. In terms of, this is a pretty big project, a pretty big campaign you took on. Very big, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. Now that you look back on it, do you believe you did this? No. <laughs> I had absolutely no intention of getting this involved. All right, so what was your strategy? How did you make this happen? To be honest, I didn't have a strategy as such. I had just the desire to find somebody who would know what to do. You know, like, where's the adult in the room? I need somebody to help um, save the ranch from being sold. Is that where the godfather comes in? Uh, yes. Yeah, Don Ernst. He's <laughs> yes. the godfather. Tell him I said that. He'll get it. All right. So you go to Don Ernst. Who's, who Not, I, is he from Pastor Robles, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, okay. Pastor Robles native. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, a guy named Keith Ryan uh, kind of got hooked up. So I don't even remember exactly how. 
and he was the guy uh, who lived on the 7X and built out the campgrounds and the bathrooms and hot showers and the water system, all the kind of amenities that are now uh, available for people to use. And then I think he brought in Don. He and Don are friends. Yeah. Uh, So how long did it take you to pull this off? Uh, It's been around two years, I would say. Uh, Heard about it late. Well, it's been around two years. Um, So at what point, Emily, did you become involved? I got a call from Dan on a Friday afternoon asking, I run Camp Natoma, right? It's on the west side of Paso Robles. I got some questions about... Youth, youth programs in the outdoors. And I was like, hmm, I'll call this guy back and I'll share what I can share about Camp Natoma. And he explained what he had to say. I shared it with my board of directors and uh, he introduced me to the other, the other guys that were working on saving the ranch. And I said, wow, this trust, the purpose of this trust almost reads line for line with Friends of Camp Matoma's mission statement about getting kids outdoors. It's on the west side of Paso Robles. The properties are nearby. And we already have the infrastructure ready to get kids outside. We don't want to recreate the wheel. Let's let's work together. It's interesting to me, though, that the guy running the trust fund didn't think of you. But you're right. That's another discussion. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was, he was so busy running the trust. He wasn't aware of op- opportunities in the community. So, Dan, when was it decided to approach Camp Natoma? Uh, that was very early on. One of my first calls, uh, my brother actually uh, suggested that I call Camp Natoma as a you know another local campground that might have some advice, you know, another adult to help out. And it just seemed like a collaboration that could really make miracles happen and um, and work super well together. So was, you, you raised the money and you bought the property? No, and that was okay. the weird thing. Everybody that I talked to thought, oh, you, to own property, you have to buy property. You have to pay for it. And I said, no, it's in a trust. All you have to do is change the trustee. And finally, that kind of sunk in. Donners really? especially. Yeah, and that's what all we did is change the trustee. No money, change hands. In fact, the trust came with a few thousand dollars that was in the bank account that I, you know, as the trustee, I know. This story is too good to be true. It was a miracle. <laughs> it's it was, complicated because there's all the paperwork hurdles with the secretary of state and, <clears throat> of course, the attorneys and such, because the job of the trust is to protect whatever the trust says is to protect. And so needing to have a custodian or a guardian of the written trust, a, a human to put their name to, to protecting what the original trust's purpose was for. So that's Camp Natoma. Is, is that? So now Camp Natoma is in partnership with the trust. So Dan Chase here is the new trustee. Okay. And Friends of Camp Natoma is in a partnership with the trust to offer our uh, youth program services and what we have as expertise in running youth development. So programs. how far away is 7X Ranch from Camp Natoma? Are they even close? They're super close. It's okay. crazy. That's right over Cypress Mountain. As the crow flies, a couple of miles. Now, I just have to figure out where Cypress Mountain is. Where's Cypress Mountain? It's halfway between uh, Paso and Cambria. Okay. If you're on the... I'm sure I drive it all the time. I just... No. I don't pay attention. Well, I drive, I drive Highway 46. Oh, uh, you'll see it. It's yeah. a sort of a low, sort of dome-shaped mountain up to the north. Mm-hmm. Um, just a... Not a craggy peak at all, just a low... Yeah. Dome. So... Um, it took about two years, but you brought, were able to bring everybody together and make this happen, and 
Now you're in partnership. What does this allow you to do, Emily, that you couldn't do before? How do you benefit from this? Friends of Camp Natoma will be able to offer year-round outdoor youth and family programs, including environmental education, school programs, retreats, and good old outdoor screen-free nature programs for the youth of the Central Coast. We were previously limited by access to our original 360-acre camp because it's only accessible during the dry season. Mm. So, Dan, what's actually on the property now? Uh, There's, as you said, an all-weather road uh, leading to it, so it's decent access. Uh, There's five flat, uh, shady uh, campsites with water and power and uh, hot and cold uh, showers nearby, a bathroom. Um, there's trails. There's a couple-acre flat area with some games. Um, we call it the picnic area. It has its own bathrooms. Um, an archery range uh, needs some work, but is there. There's also some buildings which are in somewhat disarray. Uh, so for kids to use right now, there's a little bit of, well, some repair needs to happen. Yeah. and Spruce it up. Spruce it up, get the water back running um, completely. It's close. Um, How long might that take before you can do this, Emily? We're hoping that pending the winter weather that we can have the facility up in the next several months and at least get some initial kid programs for day programs, hikes. There's a creek that runs through the property, lots of um, outdoor and environmental education lessons that can be uh, brought into the oak woodland and shared with our community so just as soon as we can get funding to move forward with our staffing and with the the facilities repair we will be up and running are you going to change the property much initially we hope to leave the property as it is it's a beautiful oak woodland it has blm land around it and um you know, working with the entities we already work with to do things like trail maintenance. Uh, There's an amphitheater. Um, Environmental education, you have to immerse into the natural environment. We don't want to change it too much. We want kids to get outside. We want their their hands to get dirty. We want them to be in the summer sun and and outdoors. So we don't want to change it too much. All right. We're in conversation with uh, Dan Chase and Emily Zabin talking about this exciting new partnership between Camp Natoma and the folks at 7X Ranch and what this means for the young people right here on the Central Coast. More to come on AM 920, FM 96.5 News Talk, KVEC. Tomorrow we've got our Pet of the Week, we've got our Pie of the Week, we've got Annie Lorenzen, and we have the Mayor of San Luis, Erica Stewart. All we need is you. I hope you'll join us starting at 3.05. We are back with uh, Dan Chase and Emily Zabin. You heard Dan's story. He saw something happening, and he decided to try to do something about it, and it's a reminder that one person can make a difference. Although, Dan, listening to you, this doesn't sound like it was easy. There were some challenges, weren't there? There certainly were some challenges. Um, we had to jump through a few uh, legal hurdles and uh, write letters to the Attorney General and so forth of California. But um, ultimately, it was well worth the effort because it's such a unique, special, uh, wonderful place that is so close to Paso Robles uh, that was given to the young people of this area. And it just seemed very important to me to keep it. Uh, available for our our kid, young people to use. It's just 
was well worth the effort. I hope you're going to continue to be involved once I'm, this is up uh, and running. I expect so. Uh, yes, yes. It's kind of grown on me, the desire to be involved, the importance of, of the work uh, that I kind of just fell into. I did not expect to. It, but it seems really important to get people, kids off their screens, out in nature. Uh, Emily, uh, we got all this going for you now, but I suspect you're going to need some money. Absolutely. We, as Friends of Camp Matoma, are looking to partner with uh, local uh, organizations. We can provide programs for your organization. We're looking for donors and lead legacy sponsors that want to be a part of kicking this off. This is a one-time chance to be in the initial kickoff. Help us name the campsites. Help us build out the environmental education program. Help us have the funds that we can get as many school kids out there as possible. I sure hope one of those campsites is going to be named Dan Chase. I do, too. <laughs> the least you can do for the guy. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears over here. He, he did not know what he was getting into when he called me on that Friday afternoon. <laughs> I mean, had you not gotten involved, Dan, what would have happened to that property? It would have been sold. It Just would to, be to a... somebody with some money. Yep. And would they would be... have done something else with it. Yeah, it would be a probably a private residence, um, a little dude ranch or something like that. Yeah, it would be lost to the community. And right now, it needs a pretty significant, but a infusion of funds that will get us over, get it and Camden Home over the hump to then start um, more self-sustaining programs that uh, with schools and youth groups and so forth. How do people donate? Well, we have a website already. It's campnatoma.org. And right when you land on that website, you'll see links to the 7X and the donation page uh, because we're a partnership and we expand. We want to expand our programs to this site and, and utilize the um, youth programs for, for more kids because we can do day programs. We can do weekend programs year-round. And call us, email us. We have, uh, of course, we got the social media going on. You can find us. How do people donate on the website? That's the best way to do it. The Make website sure. is the best way to go. And I should have remind me, we talk about this every time you came in. What does Natoma mean? Natoma uh, itself has been told to me that it means the um, children of the mountains. And we have um, a different creek that runs through Camp Natoma. It's Franklin Creek, but it is the same tributary into Las Tablas, into Lake Nascimento. And it really is a place where kids can and can explore their own sense of self and scramble over rocks and climb trees. And we're just so excited that we can get kids out there year-round um, ongoing. Well, there's parallels. I had Tom Costa from Peak Wi-Fi here at 3.30. Mm -hmm. And even though he's Peak Wi-Fi, he's trying to get young people off their screens and get them involved in different hands-on activities. And you're doing the same thing, but you're trying to get them more outdoors. Yeah, I was listening to him, and I love the ideas of the solar cars. It sounded so fun. And, yeah. and it's these kinds of things that invigorate kids. It's like once they experience it and they do it and, they, and then they recover, right? Maybe they got a bunch of bug bites or maybe it was a little bit too hot and uncomfortable. But then they get home and they remember, wow, I didn't think I could make it to the top of that mountain or, whoa, I was kind of scared like to go on that hike or sleep outside under the stars. And, and it's, the same, it's the same idea that like there's, there's so much more fulfillment to their soul and their heart and their and their like physical well-being than what they can get behind a screen. So Emily, what are the dates for young people to come to Camp Natoma this summer? 
Yeah, we run seven week-long overnight camps um, starting at the end of June and running seven consecutive weeks through the middle of August. And parents can register kids first grade through high school, again, at campnatoma.org. And it's open now for registration. Do you provide financial assistance? We do provide financial assistance. And we have an early registration discount going on now through January 31st. Uh, I would expect your enrollment will go up once word of this additional property gets out. Absolutely. And we also believe that uh, a week at summer camp for various reasons isn't um, accessible to all children, whether it's um, their schedule or their family dynamics or their readiness to be away for a week. And we hope that by offering a variety of different types of programs, half day, full day, you know, multi-day, but not overnight, that we can get more kids in the same type of experience without being all the way gone for a week at summer camp. Everything is on the website. It's very comprehensive. You can find out all about the classes. You can find out how you can volunteer. You can find out how you can donate and keep this dream going. It's really Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. And there's there's videos. You can take a little flyover. You can hear the kids laughing. You can see them splashing through the creek and uh, find a chance for your family to get involved. We have adult volunteers. We have uh, teenagers who are involved in leadership programs as well. Every kid should get the summer camp experience at least once. Absolutely. Mine was between seventh grade and eighth grade. Camp Timberlake up in northern Wisconsin. What's your best memory? Um, the fact that there it was uh, all guys and we had four cabins and every morning we would clean our cabin and the coat, the, the counselors would come around and the cabin that had the cleanest got to go to breakfast first. And it was a big deal to us. You're in the woods. It makes you hungry. Yeah. We wanted to go first, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, and of course, they spread it around, you know, so everybody got a chance. But I remember that. And also uh, spraying right guard in the eyes of this kid who was, <laughs> he mm. was messing with me. So it's probably not the memory you were looking for. Dan, what's next for you? What's your next challenge? Uh, I feel like I've got some uh, finishing up some projects at the 7X. Um and then just back to work, construction, yeah. and and I'll be continuing to be involved. Of course. Well, thanks for stepping in. Thank you so much for no. having me. Yeah, yeah, but no, but but stepping in and saving the camp for the kids—that has to be commended. You should get him before the Paso Robles City Council. Get this guy a commendation. Absolutely. Get yeah, him before the County Board of Supervisors. Idea. Get Pashong to thank him publicly. Yes, he deserves it. He deserves that and more. And I hope that we can continue to fill his heart when he hears the kids. Running around the camp and hiking. Emily, one last time on the website, please. It's campnatoma.org. Uh, Dan, you want to say anything in closing? Just thank you so much for having us on. I, I, I'm grateful to be able to spread the word and hopefully get some more activity out there. I think it's going to happen. Emily, you got the final thought. Give it a chance. Get your kids outside or give us a chance to make the dreams of kids come true. Thank you so much, Dave. Here, here. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Off we go. News, traffic, weather, 5 o'clock hour starts now. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.